The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Check through the bar, see if he's gone. He stepped out. He went to go. He was empty, and he had to go grab a refill. Okay. Hey, everybody. Um, we don't have long. We have at most an hour. This is Justin McElroy, and welcome to my brother, my brother, and me 2.0 live from the uh, Black Site Powerade Gulag Prison deep within the bowels of middle America. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your millest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your babiest brother, Griffin McElroy. Powerade is light, and Powerade is no, life. Griffin. Griffin, you have to fight. We've been taken captive by Powerade because of our uh, negative messages that we've sent and because we are in violation. Listen, guys, listen. Read the fine print. If you're going to commit to a contract on a relaunch of your podcast sponsored by Powerade. Even mm, it, it's music <laughs> to my ears, that brand. Griffin, you got to snap out of it. We've been locked inside a Powerade conditioning plant where not only is Powerade the thirst <laughs> the thirst destroyer, not only is Powerade made here, but also it's a secret reprogramming facility where we are being held captive. Powerade is double plus good is what they want us to say, but I refuse. Powerade, it, it's the devil. It's the devil. I, I never ha- knew how deep this went. I'm. I don't. I, w- I don't want you guys to think I've been reprogrammed. Is the the thing is that I have suckled the jellies from the Powerade Queen directly uh-huh. from her larva tap. Well, and you shouldn't have done that. No now, one told you to do that. But now I'm clean. I guess it's hard. It's really hard to explain this feeling. Anytime we reach for a beverage or food that does not include the word mountain, alpine, or blasted, we are smacked across the face by a very large gentleman named Raul. And it is highly unpleasant because he has been drinking a lot of Powerade. So he, he is full Double strong. of yeah. supreme slapping energy. And and his palms are really moist. I don't know if that's from the power. Maybe he's just so hydrated that it can't, because his palms are like moist with blue liquid. That's the that's the worst part is we've become reverse dehydrated. Yeah. I don't know if there's a word for reverse dehydrated, but that is what we have become. Whatever the inverse of cotton mouth is, uh, 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 sloppy gums. We yeah, have we got, that. We got sloppy gums real bad, you guys. Yeah. I'm not But you know what? We're not going to let that stop us from taking your questions and turning them alchemy-like into wisdom. Let me just say this, though. In this economy, you got you to gotta take those brand relationships where you can get them and and honestly we're in a black site gulag and i get slapped a lot more often yes okay i'm a fan of the powerade product i do get slapped a lot more often than i would like on a day-to-day <laughs> basis by a big big oh my gosh it's a very strong man um but i'm not complaining because i'm getting that cheddar <laughs> well, we're sorry not. sorry sorry not actual cheddar it's not real cheddar 
Um, and it's We're not, not even... getting paid for this deal. We already made that perfectly clear. Well, energy, in the it, well, energy fluid. I mean, you can't it, you can't spend it at a store. You can't deposit your energy fluid in a bank, but it keeps you energized. I think it keeps your gum sloppy. I, I, <laughs> you could deposit it in your life bank, in your in your soul bank, where the energy goes. I just I I think you guys are looking a gift horse in the wet mouth. <laughs> a gift queen. The gift. We're looking at gift queen in her. You're pupils. looking at the gift queen's thorax. And you need Maybe to look you inside can't the see, You can't see the gift queen for the pupas, as I always say. I'm in a moral quandary. I broke up with my ex six months ago, and now I'm stuck with albatross in my underwear drawer. While we were together, he surprised me on my birthday by telling me to close my eyes, and he and placing an unidentified phallic object in my hands. Upon opening my eyes, I discovered that this object was a... Yeah. Hit it. Ramp over it. Ramp over it. Keep it down, Raul can hear you. A DIY vibrating dildo cast from his own erect penis. I'm glad I was erect. Yeah, thank you for clarifying <laughs> erect. God what forbid. Is this, is this a plastic Cheeto? What am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Understandably, now that we have broken up and I am in a new relationship, I would like to return it. Brothers, is there any way on earth to tactfully return my ex-boyfriend's manhood? <laughs> That's from shunning the schlong in Sydney. <laughs> I all I get, I want there to be a scene of your new boyfriend like going to grab something and being like, "Honey, what is, what is this? Honey, have you seen my sunglasses? <laughs> what is this? This looks like Mark, kind of." I assume. Honey, is this Mark's penis? This looks like a full swollen Mark. This looks like an engorged Mark. This looks like 100% unadulterated, pure, uncut Mark. Well, <laughs> cut. But you know what cut, I mean. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I, at first blush, I think, why do you need to return it? Throw it in the garbage. And then yes, throw that, correct. And then throw that garbage in a bigger garbage container. So that right. it will never, so that the the light will never shine upon it. But at the same time, this is a DIY vibrating dildo cast from his own erect penis. There are several levels of mastery being uh, illustrated here. Like to cast your own penis is impressive. First of all, to cast it right, you got to get it going, and you got to get those juices. You you got to get your craft noodle going long enough. To cast then, it. Yeah, then maintain that. Then maintain that's, it. Yeah, exactly. Impressive. While you cover it in paper your mache. And that's, I mean, that's a number one boner killer because that like hardens and constricts and you would think that's a bad scene down there. Um, so that's impressive. And then to actually fabricate a dildo from that mold, really impressive. And then to I- imbue it with, with a, life, with a motor. It's I, I'm I'm kind of flabbergasted at the work. I mean, this is a this is a good two month project. Do you think that he had to lose the penis to actually do the cast? Do oh you think man, that it, it stayed in the mold. Oh, I wait, mean, Justin, hold on. Are you acting if he removed his own penis <laughs> in right. order to do this, like yeah. for the sake of the gift? He was like, "This must be done." Susan you know, deserves I, the best. I just figured out why she can't throw it away because. You, you, if you throw it away, what if you accidentally, and this seems unlikely, what if you accidentally left it on and vibrating when you threw it away? Because then it would be in two trash cans, and you'd see the trash can vibrating, and then you'd have to start digging through the trash, and that would be a sight if anybody were to come across that. 
because then they would have to see you digging through trash desperately trying to find a uh, uh, vibrating dildo cast in the shape of Mark's penis. Uh, we've all been there. We've all been there. Best episode of Seinfeld ever, by the way. When he drops the, when he drops the dildo cast from his own penis that he had imbued with motors and life, and he dropped it inside of the surgery. The <laughs> weirdest thing about the DIY angle is how long do you think he had to sort of like agonize and debate about color of it because mm, what yeah. color Good really question. captures your penis like what you know amber you, am, amber is the color of your penis energy well i mean well it's just my energy in general i don't have a discrete penis energy color it's part of the if you'll forgive the pun the whole package i don't understand why this question was not so I just threw it in a lake, and now I want some advice on some fun lake yeah, activities that I can thing? do while I'm here. <laughs> is this a thing that your ex-boyfriend has been asking for it back? Like, what? There is no use for this whatsoever at this point. It is the the end of your relationship, and it should have disintegrated into ash. You're not going to hand it to him and him go, well, I understand. Thank you very much for returning this. Maybe I can get my money back. What if he what if he could fashion it further into a strap on and then it's like you did not see this coming. It's me too penis mark. <laughs> I have which it. penis is real? Ooh, Can you tell the Welcome difference? to the Hall of Mirrors and Penises. It's mirrors and penises. Good luck. You'll you're never getting out of here alive. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Please. Yes, please. Let's keep this dildo bender going. Uh let's keep this dildo vibrating. Let's not also say dildo bender ever again. This one was sent in by Jacob Wells and Evan Jones Thorne. I got this from two different people, so you know it's a good one. Uh, thank you, you two. It's by Yahoo Answers user Shersha, who says and asks, Someone threw a dildo to my window. Oh. Okay, so I never experienced any something paranormal. But I remember something unusual happened around two years ago. It was like one hour after midnight, and I was planning to go to sleep, but first I went to the bathroom, when suddenly I was standing behind a window, and I noticed something long and white clashed to my window. It almost looked like it fell from the clouds to my window. Then I went outside to check what was going on, but there was nothing going on. And keep in mind, my garden was closed with walls, so nobody could get there. Uh, never wanted to talk about this because it's really weird. It happened two years ago, but what do you think it was? Come to my window, chuck a donker, watch <laughs> as it thuds against glass. I I like that this happened and this person go, this is too weird to ever speak of. No one would understand the brush with the supernatural I have had. And then they and launched Yahoo Answers. And they were like, mm -hmm. I'm I am home. <laughs> um, now, or in this question, do they confirm this was a dildo, except in the headline of it? It could. Yeah, let me hit you with this: a thing that is. You're thinking, cl you're thinking clickbait. Maybe it wasn't a dildo. They're just trying to get some readers. Yeah, I think they they maximize their SEO. And I'm learning a lesson from this as a content producer that, that I need to apparently just squeeze dildos in. Well, mm -hmm. uh, but like, here's a thing that's in the sky that runs into windows a lot and then typically vanishes is birds. Ghosts. Well, Dildo birds. Oh, birds. No, just bir just regular old birds. They hit windows all the time because they have a hard time understanding, you know, translucence. Or did they go out and search for the dildo, but no dildo was to be found. So I can swear it, it sounded like a dildo. Through. 
Yeah. Um, Listen, I know a dildo when I hear one hitting a second story window. And that, sir, was a dildo. How much do dildos cost? If you don't make them yourself. Well, depends, Griffin. Like, are you looking for your basic model? Are you looking for one with all the bells and whistles? I'm saying, like, the standard issue, the dildo you would buy at Walmart. I think about $50. $50? If you really want to get... No, I'm there. I'm talking about the... the basic, you're just talking about, like, a, just a basic dildo. Bulk, a bulk the vo- dildo. The Volvo dildo. Yeah, the, okay. the, the, the Mazda. Like a bottom shelf, like a two buck chuck. The dildo. Honda Fit dildo. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? ExtremeRestraints.com. Answer this for us. Oh, pops right up when I type in EX in my search bar. Terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Dildos and insertables. I would say you're looking at like ten to fifteen dollars. Ten to fifteen dollars. Okay. We are all in our own way looking for a way to make our mark on this world. I think you could do much worse than dropping a thousand dollars on a hundred dildos, <laughs> and then for one night, and just for shorthand, we'll call it from this point forward the best night of your life. <laughs> you just go from house to house, pelting windows with dildos, like Johnny Dildo Seed, and got it. Then you and wherever the dildos fall, a dildo tree grows. It's gonna make the news, guaranteed. The guarantee. Ni- guarantee it's going to make the nightly news. Conan is probably going to riff about it. Drudge is there. It's a conspiracy. Drudge is definitely, definitely going to report on this. But Loose not only change that. Loose change to. Loose change to the dildo windows mystery. The splurge. Serial <laughs> season two. Serial season two. <laughs> the dildo storm. But what I want to talk about is not the, the, the worldwide cultural implications, <laughs> but about the 100 lives that you have transformed. Oh, like that movie Seven Pounds. It's just like the movie Seven Pounds, except instead of killing yourself and giving your organs to people, you buy a hundred dildos for a thousand dollars with amazing value at Extreme Restraints. They almost definitely, they almost definitely offer bulk price. Bulk rates for sure. For sure. And do you maybe, what, Griffin? What would you think about the idea of maybe writing something keep on it, the dildo? Keep it up. Says, well, or that just says like, "Tomorrow's a new day," or like. Think about how your life is different tomorrow. That's a little lengthy. Just or how, something. How about this? How about this? This is not a dildo. Ooh. This, you know, or like this could have been. Like, think about what could have been. Maybe a dildo that makes you reflect on all your choices up till now and makes you kind of like Ebenezer Scrooge yourself. That's a whole. Uh, taken. Yeah. That's a whole episode of cereal right there. Right there. Now I want to talk. Just, we've talked about the dildo trajectory. The angle, the pricing, the bulk pricing at Extreme Restraints. <laughs> Today I want to focus on something we mentioned in the pilot of this second season of Serial that very few people are listening to now. <laughs> um, and that was the message that was inscribed on each dildo. Is there a payphone outside Extreme Restraints? That's what we'll talk about next time on Serial. I, you know, we've had a lot of fun here today, but I think we should take a moment to reflect on the sheer terror that that paper boy felt when he reached into his bag at the end of his shift yeah. and found one extra paper and no dildo. <laughs> <laughs> why, he thought to himself, why did I keep my extra dildo in there? Yeah. This oh, is so I had to take that dildo to the dildo shop to get it I, repaired. It, uh, I, how embarrassing for me. Well, listen, he had a dog was chasing him, uh, a, a tire for some reason, a sentient tire was rolling after him. He had to avoid oil slicks 
and people opening their doors. It's hard. I think out there was there. a hand coming out of the gutter. There's a if memory serves, there was a hand coming out of the gutter. Sometimes you just chuck a dild. <clears throat> Uh, my friend works at a bagel shop, and at the end of the day, the employees are allowed to take home any of the leftover bagels that didn't sell. My question is, should I continue accepting his kind, carb-loaded gifts, or is eating stale bagels going to lead to an early death? More importantly, can I leave the bagels in my fridge and eat them two days after? Three? Four? That's for from Bone for Bagels in Baltimore. I, I have a theory about this. And there's an important factor to this question, and that is your age. Yeah. Mm. I think mm -hmm. that there's a certain age at which you should cut yourself off from accepting leftover food from a friend's employment. And what age and is that, Travis? It feels like to me that age is like 25, 26. Wow, that's old. That is a lot older than I thought you it think was going to be. How old were you going to say? 20, 21. No, you got to get out of college and in, past a couple years where you're trying to figure some things that's, out. That's and what then, I'm saying. So, like, 24? I thought you were going to talk about the ramifications that this has on your body. I was actually thinking at the grocery store yesterday, you know I like bagels. Yeah. I really do. Mm -hmm. I love a good bagel. Mm -hmm. I can't have those in the house. I know. Nor what am I going to do, eat a bagel for breakfast? I'll have a bagel thin. I'll certainly get down on a bagel oh, thin. Yes, oh, yes, of course, yeah. a bagel thin. But if I eat a bagel With thick. smoked salmon? If, if, I ate a, if I ate a bagel Allen thick, that's my day, and possibly my week. I think this is a bad business strategy for this guy, because if you're an employee and somebody comes in, your main goal, your 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 sustainability as a going concern is tied to you not selling all of that day's bagels. Yeah. What if someone comes in and they're like, I want 30 bagels, that's gonna tap you out. You think, well, you know, ma'am, that may be too many bagels. Maybe you won't. Maybe you want to. Sorry, food. were you confused? These are thick bagels. You 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 get that right? Oh, These those are not... bagels. You don't the... want those bagels. There's a that that's, that raises a question I've always pondered. Um, there's a, this chain of uh uh like sort of bagel coffee pastry places called Pret a Manger. I'm probably murdering One more the pronunciation time? of that. Pret a Manger. Uh huh. I, I'm probably murdering the pronunciation. It's pronounced Starbucks, is... Justin. <laughs> At the end of the day, they have these signs. At the end of the day, they donate the food that they don't sell to local homeless shelters. So this has always bothered me because if you wow, Justin, why does that? Wow. <laughs> well, no, let me <laughs> fuck let me those places. No, let me tell you. Just there's, throw it away. There's method to my madness. Uh, it, by shopping there. Oh, I see. You are buy with every bagel that you buy there. You are taking out of the mouth of a homeless person. Think about you know, that. You know what I would do in both scenarios if I worked at these places? Either I get to take them home or they go to the less fortunate. Both are equal in my eyes. I think that I would make a big old batch of bagels two minutes before closing. Oh, set you're like Robin out. Hood, but for yeast. Yeah, set them out and be like, mm, guess it didn't sell. And then just put them right into my bag or give them to the less fortunate. How long do you think this grift's going to last, Trav? Not long, Justin. But my question is this. In this scenario, how many bagels is your friend bringing back? Because maybe he works at a failing bagel place. I mean, if they're, they're if not they're, doing so hot. If they're overproducing like this, I guarantee I don't even need to look at their books. They're failing. Yeah. They're failing. It's it's well, all about supply economy, and demand. You can just get Amazon Prime, get bagels next day. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean? Or same same day bagels. They'll they'll do that for you. They'll just yeah, shoot they'll drone, drone. They'll drone those bagels right to you. I think, Justin, to return to your point, 
that is a marketing ploy. Because when you buy a bagel from Pernambuco, you are understanding that you are robbing a, a, a more needful person. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that and knowing that people are still doing it, those must be some pretty good bagels. Oh, I see. <laughs> bagels that are worth stealing from a homeless person. <laughs> bagels so good, you'll lose your sense of caring for your fellow man. Uh, I would like a bagel with everything, and I want that to include guilt. <laughs> I want everything to also have that in it. I would like guilt. a bagel to eat, and then a bagel just to throw away, so I know no one else gets it. <laughs> I like to feed one very lucky bird a day. One entire bagel. Uh, do you guys want a Yahoo? Yeah. This Yahoo was sent in by Zoe Kinski. Climbing that ladder. Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user John Blix, who asks. This is my favorite question we've had in a very long time. I'm a big-time lawyer in the city, and yet... <laughs> let me finish. I'm a big-time lawyer in the city, and yet I'm addicted to donkey basketball. <laughs> All I think about, is this okay? It started as a corporate fundraiser. We had a gym reserved, and a company provided us with the donkeys. It seemed innocent enough until game time when everything seemed to slow down and I became entranced with the game. Every aspect of it seemed logical and right. When the final buzzer sounded, I had thrown up the game-winning shot. Buckets. My teammates rode over to me to congratulate me, and I had never received such euphoria. That night, I could not sleep. I think about it during meetings, and it is starting to interfere <laughs> with my home life, and I'm even a Republican. I am thinking about getting professional help because I see no solution. I do not want to stop thinking about it, but I also do not want it to further hinder my life. Across the city, they have another charity function, and I am thinking about going even though I am not invited. If this is not the... Uh, construction of the various, you know, winds and and changes and shifting tectonic plates that create our reality. If this is not a product of that, but rather uh, a shitty in joke reference to like a really terrible Bradley Cooper movie he made before he was Bradley Cooper that mm-hmm. someone got for a dollar fifty from the hidden treasure shelf at Dollar General. I'm going to be very. And what would that movie be called? Donkey. Donkey. This. <laughs> The basketball playing donkey. You guys understand that it's not the donkeys. There are people housed. Don't fucking ruin this for me. I'll take this away from me. I want a little magic left in the world, Griffin. No, you can find different kinds of magic. It is important for me as your brother that the two of you understand. No, there are human beings firmly housed upon these dogs. Go for three, donkey. Wait, he's all... Hey, oh, boss. I forgot I've which never, animal we were talking about. I've never, I can only dunk, boss. I can't dunk from three. You can do it, donkey. Bray, 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 bray. Bray to the Lord, donkey. It also has strong religious undertones. <laughs> That's one blessed beast. I am a big time lawyer in the city, and I'm addicted <laughs> to donkey basketball. I think, Your the Honor, pro- if you refer to the, uh, the folder of evidence I've handed you, these are just. Pictures of donkeys playing basketball. Oh, I must have grabbed the wrong briefcase. Uh, I need a recess. Oh, no, I'm getting too stressed out, and I'm transforming into donkey. 
basketball oh, no. donkey. Oh no, I ate some spicy food and now I'm transforming into donkey, the basketball playing donkey. Can we Did somebody away? say, hey, hee-haw, hee-haw, how embarrassing. There's fucking, there's uh, gray, bristly hair coming out of my, my fancy lawyer collar. And I've got a this big so old donkey boner. Can we go, what? Can we go one episode without referencing Turbo Teen? Is that, like, physically possible to keep us from talking about Turbo Teen for a single episode? That was also um, in the Powerade contract. Would this person be okay with their, like, incurable addiction to donkey basketball if they were not a big-time lawyer? Like, if they were just a, <laughs> if they were in law school, even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, if you were in law school, you wouldn't have the time. I don't think to well indulge. i think what we're dealing with here griffin is 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 a matter of public image if you're like uh like a, a defense lawyer like a family lawyer or even like let's say like a contract lawyer you can be into donkey basketball mm-hmm. but if you're a big time lawyer in the city yeah you yeah. need to be in like gorilla basketball something much something. higher class oh right silverback maybe gorilla even bas- human basketball mm-hmm. <laughs> well <laughs> That's Leave where that one for the judges. That's where one human rides on another human to play basketball <laughs> mm-hmm. upon them. If but they really... do wear long trench coats, so it appears to just be super tall humans. I see. <sighs> That's really weird, Travis, because I was about to suggest that you disguise yourself by going to donkey basketball games, by getting a friend to sit on your shoulders. And then wearing an extra long trench coat. So people just think there's a really tall man there. And not care about his profession or the jurisdiction <laughs> in well, which just he assume practices. His profession is world's tallest man. Yeah. So if you see someone that tall, you assume that they're scouting donkeys for human basketball. <laughs> this is the next big thing, I'm telling you. Donkey players. <laughs> Guys, I just wish I knew more about basketball to make better jokes. That's the only problem, is I already said dunk and three-pointer, Yeah, so that's about it. I, I will say this. I, I express surprise that the owner of a basketball arena would allow donkeys in it. I feel like that would be a thing where they would be like, that will, that will destroy the floors and they'll probably poop everywhere. I'm, I'm not positive that you would definitely need to do it on, like... A regulation. Oh, you're talking about that donkey street ball. Oh, yeah. so like and donkey. one donkey. Donkey two, take it to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> You've forgotten your roots, donkey. You got to go back. <laughs> I can't go back. Hee-haw. Hee-haw. I'm too big time now. After I got my contract with Nike. Hee-haw. Hee-haw. And I signed a Powerade deal that was really disadvantageous. <laughs> you should have read the contract. Hee-haw. Read it. Hee-haw. If only I had a big-time lawyer in the city to get me out of the contract. Hee-haw! Lawyer half a donkey. You forgot your roots in the big city. <laughs> you gotta go back to street law. You have to go back to courts in alleys, and the judge's hair is made of torn-up toilet paper. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait, why oh, would that... Because of the wigs. I see. It's not barrister's right. wigs. Oh, the, oh this, is in, this, is, this is in England. I meant to say. Don't jump right over the England setting and waste that in the sequel, because that's a that could be the third <laughs> flick right there. That's, that's Donkey true. Three, Her Majesty's Secret Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> also, he becomes a secret agent. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, naturally. And, and basketball is a front to get him into the Russian headquarters. Listen, if you transfer an American film franchise to the UK, there's gonna be spies and shit up in it. Mm-hmm. That's right. a guarantee. Um, we've we, we found out that we've tracked down this Colombian drug lord. He's been hiding out in Wales, and he's uh, uh, using mules to sneak drugs across uh-huh, the, the border. Uh-huh. And the donkey's like, 
That sounds like a job for me. I'm already there. He's already he's already out the door before they're talking. Tell him like you know it's metaphorical mules, but okay, okay Dunky, do your best. Dunktastic. Uh, I had something I wanted to say. I've forgotten. <laughs> Was it something good. about Dunky? Because <laughs> it's the only thing I care about anymore. I remember it. It was in the sequel, Dunky Two, Dunking It to the Streets. Uh huh. Can we get? Now bear with me here. Okay. Bears? Yes. No. Okay. A sexy female donkey, kind mm-hmm. of like Lola from Space Jam, who did it for a lot of people. Who <laughs> shall remain nameless. Who not, Who will not be named on this show. <laughs> but can we get a sexy female donkey, and maybe she's a little bit more anthropomorphized? We well, need something for the wait. fellas, because up till now, donkey's just been all for the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Super quick, round robin. Who voices, uh, what's her name? Lola? What? No, not Lola Griffin. Can you go one, can you go five minutes without talking about Lola? uh, I need a name for female donkey. Oh, oh, oh. Dunkina. Patricia Arquette. Dunkina is like, Patricia Arquette. (laughs) Well, Dunkina's name can't be Patricia Arquette, Griffin. (laughs) You're asking for a lawsuit. I'm so sorry. Patricia Arquette is going to voice Dunkachino because, (laughs) and she's Italian. She's Italian, and we all know Patricia Arquette can do Italian. And yeah. Oh, fuck that. Then I'm getting Isabella Rossellini. Oh, nice. Dunkachino. She's everywhere right now. Everything has had Patricia Arquette in it. And what, where else are we going to do it, you know? As as the, as the Dunkey's mom? No, that's just insulting. I, I, right. I think she needs to have a more central role in the film. Could, think- could, could, could Patricia Arquette voice Dunkey's bird buddy? And that would be? Uh, Larry Bird. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've uh, no, we've lost it. Let's go to the money. We had zone. it. We had it. We had it for a bit there, but then we oh, lost well. it. Picture sure cat took it. From us. Meundies is dedicated to offering the most comfortable underwear that's also fun to wear. I'm wearing some now. What is describe them? Silky, smooth, Ooh. comfort, snugness. I mean, no, they're really, they're really comfortable. I, I did laundry today because I was out of meundies. This is true. I just had terrible old underwear, and I needed to replace them with something that's going to like bring glory to my frame. And I did it with meundies. Uh, th- now these aren't just for fellas. I know we're all three fellas here. But they just launched their All of Me Women's Collection. I'm a dog. It's a four-piece. I'm a dog. It's a four-piece line of undies designed specifically for the female body in all of its... Should I say this? I'm going to say it. In all its complex, gorgeous as hell glory. The real sufferers are the other two of us that had to listen to the third one say it. Somebody somebody was going to get burnt there. You know what I think, Justin? I'm Mm. just going to say it. This is controversial, I know. I think women are great. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm going to lay saying, it all out on the line. My main problem is referring to their bodies as complex, because I think I've got it <laughs> pretty <laughs> well right uh, right. figured out. <laughs> so, ladies, use your, if you can figure out. By now. If you can, ladies, if you can figure out a way to use your confusing body to access a website 
slinging your limbs hither and yon. Uh, uh, your tendrils. Your tendrils. <laughs> your your probisci. Um, <laughs> take you can get twenty percent off by going to meundies.com slash my brother. That's m e undies dot com slash my brother. These really are great underwear. And uh, Sid has has uh, has gotten some of the the women's pairs before. They're uh, extremely comfortable and great. So I, I men and women. You are going to find uh, something that you like there. Uh, you know what? No matter where on the the gender spectrum you fall, I think you're going to like me undies. I'm just going to put it out there. Except not not for dogs, not for dogs, no. or donkeys, or twenty percent off by going to meundies.com/slash/mybrother. Uh, we have another sponsor returning. I think this is our second time having them on the show, but I'm just as excited as the first. It's Slipshot. Woo! Bam is supported in part by Slipshine, which proudly publishes over 150 pages of fun, sex-positive adult comics every month. This week, Bam Bam listeners can get a special offer at slipshine.net slash mbmbam. No first-time sign-up fee and a 10% discount on a six-month and yearly subscription. You can get access to fresh content monthly and 10 years of sexy, sex-positive adult comics worth of archives. That sentence got away from me, but now, now Griffin, what if I think that this is a cool idea and I'd love to check it out, but it's important to me that the landing page was specific to a podcast I enjoy. You're talking about wanting to see in the same web page the three of us. Uh huh. Nudity. Uh huh. Sexual uh-huh. intercourse between uh-huh. two illustrated beauties. Uh huh. Uh, some penises, uh-huh. some uh, breasts and vaginas, and also the three of us are there, uh-huh. and also some vor and a little bit of vor. Uh, Is yeah. that something they could provide for me? Yeah, I think we can do that for you. It's slipshine.net slash mbmbam. You can, you can, what what are you guys into? Well, I have this podcast I listen to. I'm also into sexual intercourse between two consenting characters in a comic. Radical. Perfect. We got you. Maybe more. I bet I have not read all 10 years of the Slipshine archives. I am betting that at some point, more than two partners are involved in sexual nope, intercourse. No, it's just two people. Their names are Marcus and Danielle. And that is that is the one area in which uh, Slipshine is not sex positive, is that it has to be two married adults. It's the only thing about it. It's different. No, no. And they, they don't make eye contact, and they do it with the lights off. They got Slipshine.net slash MBMBAM. There's no first-time sign-up fee, and you get a 10% discount on six-month and yearly subscriptions. They got uh, fresh content monthly and 10 years, a decade of sexy, sexy archives. Go. I have a message here for Max A, and it's from Electricity and Magnetism, really. Uh, and these two... Uh, inscrutable primal forces of the universe say to their buddy Max A, in my opinion, a, bre- a better prank would be a Mabimbam Jumbotron spot calling you out for planting a creepy picture of my sister's doppelganger in her room. It's also significantly more expensive, but this is America, so the people decide who the ultimate prankster really is. Either way, this past year has been the best. Love you always. Man, Max is in good with these two inscrutable primal forces of the universe. Do you think he has control over magnetism and electricity? Like he can like shoot thunder waves and stuff out of his- I think he's Yeah, he's probably well, a Pikachu. He's, I think he's just well acquainted with them. I, I have another message, this is fantastic. This is for future Scott, but, but 
honestly, by the time you're reading that, I mean, in the exact moment that is now, it's for present Scott, I would assume, right? It was written for future Scott. It's being delivered to present Scott, and it is from past Scott. And the message is, you're doing fine. Keep it up. Heart. There's a there's like a less than three. He, he didn't. Yeah, he wasn't talking. Picture of a heart. Hey, keep it up, and also keep listening to the band Heart because they're <laughs> terrific. Um, man, keep I supporting hope- keep supporting the wrestler Brett the Hitman Heart. <laughs> I hope this paid off. It probably did, right? I think he right now Pascot is like. I think I did it. When now Pascot can die quietly so when that did, future Scott may live. When did he throw this this brick up? When do you think he he put this shot up in the air? Let me check it's the email real quick. What? 1916? But that means... <laughs> well, I was wondering why this Jumbotron spot was delivered by Western Union Telegram. He made it! He's did the, alive! Did the, did the weeping angels get him? Is that what's going on? <laughs> Telegram! It says, it says, you're doing fine, keep it up, and don't forget to steal your dad's car keys. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Garbage can. Garbage can. Also, don't blink. (laughs) Oh, hey there, everybody. I'm Guy Branham, and welcome to Pop Rocket, a new weekly show picking over the pop culture we all love to love. With me to talk TV, film, music, and anything else entertaining are journalist Margaret Wobbler, academic, writer, and DJ Oliver Wang, digital strategist Winter Mitchell, and comedian Santina Muha. It's an intellectual and incredibly snark-filled discussion about pop culture by five cranky Hollywood 30-somethings. No name-calling, no rudeness, just straight talk and a lot of role-play. I'm only 30-something for another year. Me too. And I don't (laughs) tell anybody I'm 30-something. Pop Rocket comes out every week from MaximumFun.org. My wife is a therapist with a master's degree, and I have a useless degree in illustration. Work is not, that is not my editorialization, by the way. I think illustration degrees are great, I bet. Work is not so plentiful in Indiana, so I'm working as an educational assistant and doing a minimum wage summer job. I'm on the track to getting a better degree right now, but in the meantime, I can't help but feel a little less than equal with her. She's amazingly supportive. The problem isn't with her. I know traditional gender roles are bullshit. But I can't seem to feel okay making so much less, especially when we got student loans out the ass. And I stopped worrying about this. That's from Tragically Traditional Teacher, pending licensure. And I've got the solution you've been waiting for. Are you ready? Yes. Make more money. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, wait. Now think. Think uh-huh. this through. Take the idea you heard from us about Dunky. Turn it into a spec script. You go to LA, you sell it for a million dollars. What's that? Story- New Steven Soderbergh? I should think so. Storyboard it with your illustration skills. Storyboard <gasps> Dunky with your illustration skills. Maybe it's an animated movie. You know, the thing is, when you're in a partnership with somebody, I, I mean, maybe you're married, maybe you're just a, uh, you know, are in a committed relationship, whatever. The, the biggest, most important thing you can do is... In, in areas like this, not not this is not all encompassing, but like in areas like this, especially where it's just about the business of of like progressing in life, the, the business end of life rather than the the uh, the, the rest of it. Pleasure. I think it's really important to stop seeing two individual people here and really legitimately start seeing a, a team. So 
if the two of you are getting by and you're figuring it out and you're and you're you know you you have what you need to make ends meet I, and and you have enough money like to to get to to get through the day and what have you i i don't think that you should feel like guilt necessarily that you are not there's not as many like zeros on your on your paycheck like i i i think that's a destructive way of looking at things I, because if you think of the situation were inverse if you were making more money than her you wouldn't want her to right. to you know beat herself up this way there's also countless other things that you provide that have nothing to do with the financials of the relationship stuff like support and being there for each other you know uh, so money is not the only factor it's not the only thing anyone can contribute and you could drive yourself crazy and ruin all of those other aspects of the relationship because you become so focused on this idea of equality wherein Fina- not just equality, Trav, financial equality. Yeah, financial I think equality. That's, that's the pit that you fall into. When I when I married my wife, she was in medical school, and I was, I think, working at, like, the newspaper. I was working at the newspaper. But either way, I knew that, like, I was not going to do anything with with my sort of, like, professional existence that would be in any way helpful to like earth and people and stuff (laughs) in the way that my wife is. So I made the decision when we got married that, okay, what I'm going to do, the most important thing I'm going to do is support her so she can do actual real things Mm -hmm. that are uh, helpful to earth. And I knew I wasn't also going to be able to catch up with her financially either. So it's like, I'm a double whammy, but I knew that like what my highest and best use was supporting her so she could do that stuff. So if you are if you're looking for like self-worth and and to feel justified in a relationship, if you're looking for that from a paycheck, you're always going to be disappointed. Agreed. Focus more on on how you can um you know what you are bringing to the team and if you are you know contributing in ways that aren't just monetary cuz honestly when it boils down to it that's one of the yeah, you know that's not the be all end all solution. I agree. Yeah, I mean, do that. Don't worry about it anymore. But you're free. You're free. We, free we you. freed you from your anxiety. <laughs> Fly away. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was sent in by Drew Davenport. And before I want to, before I read it, I want to read another one that Drew Davenport sent in. Um, let me actually find the email because it's really great. Hold on. God, it's like Inception. To understand, <laughs> you must first understand the first. Drew Davenport, but which layer of Drew Davenport are you on now? Uh, I'm still trying to close this Slipshine landing page, but it is horny and a half. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> um, it so, just keeps popping up, and I'm not talking about the web page. Drew Davenport. <laughs> Drew Davenport. I mean, my in. penis. Right, 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 right. Drew Davenport sent this email in because said, it's becoming a wreck. Travis. <laughs> Drew Davenport sent this email in, and he said, "Dear brothers, look at what my meddling in the Yahoo Answers service has wrought." And he sent in a link to a, a Yahoo asked by Panda Pants, who asked, this past February, how can I have sex with Drew Davenport? <gasps> what? What? And then someone with the Yahoo Answers name C responded, insert his pins in your vagina. What? <laughs> so them probably not getting the reference. Uh, clearly not. Or understanding how to spell the word penis, or completely misunderstanding how the sexual act works. Or completely understanding that Drew Davenport just has a bunch of pins down there. (laughs) 
bound to bound it's together like, it's with like, like the, a, it's like it's like the the bottom of an NES cartridge down there. It's just a strip of of uh, different connectors. No, I was thinking more like a, like writing pens, and but they're all like a, it's like fourteen big pens and they're all bound mm-hmm. together with like a braces bracket rubber band thing and only three of them have ink left in them oh travis what how he's is a, that he's a virile virile young man okay then three before. of the 14 don't have ink in them but okay. that leaves 11 that do yeah and if and you that's... push down on the top of them it goes from red to blue to black i like that anyway i i really love that this person just put a message in 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 the metaphorical bottle just send it out, hoping that it would land on Drew Davenport. And it shores. did. It it it, it, did. it was snagged it in his dragnet. Um, well, and now we've now we've actually talked about it on the show, rewarding this behavior. Yeah, well, I, I'm all for that. Actually, if you want to keep dropping these sexual landmines into the vast <laughs> ocean of Yahoo Answers and see if our buddy Drew Davenport picks, you it have up. to be careful with that. Though I've long worried uh, that uh, about our interference with the yahoo answers ecosystem i i try to discourage that at every turn because it will get to a, a point where it's just ouroboros like so i got my question on my bim bam and then this is on my bim bam too and then they're reading it and then they turn it into a clip and i'm gonna a- ask it in a new yahoo answer service you can't get off that train yeah that's mm-hmm. a good point and then you end up in finding nemo 2 there's a scene of them fleeing through sharks and going through a whole field of sexual landmines and it's just too dangerous you know what i mean no, yeah, I don't. It's called Finding Dory. It's actually coming out. Oh. Do you know that, Trav? I, I didn't know. Now I'm very hey, excited hey, about it. Hey, hey, uh-huh. hey. Did you all know that they're making a Finding Nemo 2? <laughs> hey. It's, hey, you guys have been listening to our podcast for a while. Do you know I'm making a Finding Nemo 2? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's bullshit that Finding Nemo 2, Finding Dory gets to be on the silver screen, but my script, Dunky, is just sitting unread mm. inside... Uh, 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 inside uh, of your brain, because you haven't pinned it. <laughs> yeah, unread and unwritten. Uh, this was another Yahoo sent in by Drew Davenport, though. Francis Ford Coppola's Death Drawer. That's what I was trying to pull. Perfect. Sorry. Uh, it's by Yahoo Thanks. Answers user ABC, who asks, if you could make a new custom flag for America, what mm-hmm. would the flag look like? Can you describe it or draw a picture of it? A little arts and craft challenge. For my two brothers. Okay, new flag for America. New flag. Throw this old one out. It's it's it is. We want more states so mm-hmm. badly. Oh yeah. man, do we want more states? But we can't get them because then we got to do a new flag, and it's gonna you look know, ridiculous. Fifty-one stars. That would actually be my new design, by by the way. No. I would I would make it fifty-one stars, and then just show it to, to like neighboring nations, like hey, hey Canada, Puerto Rico. Canada, Puerto Rico, got a spot for you or right here. When when we go and occupy a country for some reason, then we can be like, "You sure you won't mess with us?" Because we hungry. Oh, <laughs> oh man, we hungry. Gonna eat your nation up. I would use a special dye that would allow the colors to run. Travis, <laughs> these colors are very vulnerable. A to lot the of a lot of shitty bumper stickers would have to be gugon off of a lot of shitty cars. But I would, I, to be fair, I would make it so that they would only run in very specific circumstances. Like if it rained and the temperature was above like 97 degrees. Okay. Right. So that, that way we can make bumper stickers that said, these colors do not normally run. But <laughs> As given, habit, these given the right set run. of circumstances, we have that option should we choose it. How about this? Calvin peeing. Uh huh. On. 
a pile of every other country's flags. That's pretty good. And then, I was, and then kneeling respectfully before a pile of every other nation's flag soaked in. <laughs> How about Bart Simpson and Calvin peeing into each other? <laughs> Wait, like in a circ, like in a circu, like a circular kind of infinity yes, f- thing following following the fibonacci sequence uh-huh and a mobius says, strip of peeing uh, underneath it it says america 2 in comic sans yeah <laughs> do the bartman <laughs> oh, this is a subtitle for america 2 <laughs> and it's called bartman <laughs> uh the un recognizes the delegate from america 2 do the bartman <laughs> Thank you, Ghost of Kofi Annan. What I'm here to do is announce a bold new feature for our country, which is now called America 2. I have these words of wisdom for the delegates from Iraq. Don't have a cow, man. (laughs) What would we do with the old flags in America 2? They would only be used for, um, for boxers to wear as capes as they entered the ring. (laughs) <laughs> we got all these flags lying around. We, we can give them boxes. to the less fortunate. At the end yeah. of the day, at the end of the day, we have all these flags lying around. Um, I mean, if dum dums, uh, who are especially enthused about Confederate history, are any example, you can just keep using them. You don't even need to worry about it. You just keep on children. Children, gather around. Now, child citizens of America, too, call it colon, do the Bartman. This is what a flag looked like over 50 years ago. But teacher, that flag's not extreme or sassy at all. No, it is not. That's why it was scrapped. Also, there's 50 stars on it, and we have 78 states. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, <laughs> before we ate... Africa. The new dollar bill should be should have a picture of a pyramid with Stewie's head floating above it. <laughs> I think that would be great. And that the but we only have singles because it's America too. So we we have a lot more strip clubs. I can't wait for that glorious day. What what would our new national anthem be in America too? Th- do the bar and don't 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 say do the bar. <laughs> okay. And don't say Deep Deep Trouble, the B-side of Do the Bar. Oh, my God. I, not I cannot that. believe that, Paul. How about Simpsons sing the blues the entire album? How? <laughs> Listen, don't get to the baseball game on time. You will be, you will be treated to 48 minutes of songs about the Simpsons. <laughs> Just listen, I'm going to get there. No, I, I'm going to get there. I'm sitting outside. I'm going to keep tailgating. When you hear Mr. Burns sing, look at all these idiots, we're about one track from the end of the record. So just go ahead and call me then, and I'll go ahead and come up. All right. Cowbunga, brother. Cowbunga. Cowbunga. I'll hail Bart. <laughs> guys, guys. Shh. I hear Raul coming. Okay. we can, Listen, we got to wrap. Raul's coming back. Uh, just a few more housekeeping things to wrap up. Uh, we haven't mentioned for a little bit, but we've got some... Uh, some fun stuff for sale in the Max Fun Store. That's maxfunstore.com. Uh, if you missed out on our the the one cool thing is uh, the tour poster for our Midwest shows uh, designed by Justin Gray. They are really cool. They have secret codes on them. You can buy them for fifteen bucks. 
at uh, maxfunstore.com, and you can choose which city you want. There's one more for Chicago. Yeah. So if you want that one, you should hurry. There are not a lot of... These are the posters that we didn't get rid of at the at the live shows. So there's not a lot of them, uh, but they're really cool. And they're relics, I would say. <laughs> I guess Relics I would of say our that. freedom. Yeah. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. We're going to be hanging out with John Roderick here in a, a couple of weeks at Max FunCon. I'm really, really excited for that. And I'm really excited for him to to win his uh, Seattle City Council run. Um, yeah, he's running for City Council in Seattle. Like, I know we've talked about it before, and I'm sure you all know about it by now. But if you live in Seattle, like, you should <laughs> probably vote for John Roderick. Well, learn, learn about his well, platform. Well, learn about his platform. You know, you don't want to rush in anything. Go to VoteRoderick.com. That's R-O-D-E-R-I-C-K.com. Check out his platform. See see, sort of if he aligns with your own viewpoint. I bet he does. He's awesome. He, he wrote our theme song. So how bad could he be? How bad could his, his ideas about bills and tariffs really be? Do they still do tariffs? Not in America, too. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, we've got a couple live shows coming up um, at the end of August. We're doing three, in, one in Portland, one in Seattle, one in Vancouver. Uh, the Portland show is already sold out, but you can get tickets for the Seattle and Vancouver shows at bit.ly forward slash MBMBAM Seattle and bit.ly forward slash Van MBMBAM. Uh, there's a new podcast you might like that Travis makes with his friend a uh musician and youtube superstar brental floss it's called trends like these and you can find it on uh itunes and you go there and you search for it and you download it and it's about what's happening on the internet and uh it's a really funny show and i enjoy it very much and you can go get it and you can also there's a brand new viral video series that i just cannot get enough of called things i bought at sheets Starring our own Justin McRoy and his friend White Slappy. Oh, and Justin stops at Sheets, buys something, eats it, and then Dwight guesses what his review of that item will be. And here's the thing, you guys. Take some twists and turns. You're never going to see it coming. you got to go check it out. They just wrapped season one. Um, I really wanted to make a season two, and the only way they're going to do that is with your support. So go to YouTube and search Things I Bought at Sheets with a Z. And I'm uh, still working on my video series where I use my bare feet and I step on desserts. Mm-hmm. And then people. Remind me, Griffin. What's that called? Smush shoes. Smush shoes. Thank Smush you, Justin. Smush shoes. The Griffin macro story. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. I was checking my texts. I'm glad you jumped in there for me. It's <laughs> no called problem. it's called smushy shoes, Trav. And it's just me stepping on desserts. And every week, it's a new dessert. Did I say week? I meant hour. It's an hourly Excellent. show. It's an hourly video show. We also want to encourage you to check out all the other amazing Max Fun podcasts. There's a ton. The one I want to talk about right now is the Flophouse just did a Mordecai episode oh, that gosh. made me so happy. Um, and their opinions of it were very surprising. And now I might actually have to watch Mordecai. No, 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 no. I, no. Listen. No, 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 no. I might no. live stream me watching Mordecai. So you no, could watch me watch no. Mordecai. It'd be highly illegal, first of all. No, you don't get to watch Mordecai. You just see my face as I watch Mordecai. How about a final Yahoo? Well, go listen to the Flophouse. Okay. Uh, well, right now, and then we can close the show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One hour later. Man, that was a great <laughs> podcast. I love There's it There's still so 45 much. minutes left. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> this was sent in again by Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew Davenport. It's by Yahoo Answers user Vincent. And it's a little bit out there. It's not going to make a lot of sense, but... 
just picture it in your mind. Vincent asks, did Shia LaBeouf get his scream from John Turturro? I'm Justin McRoy. <laughs> I'm Travis McRoy. I'm Griffin McElroy. Or Chaz. I'm Chaz, I'm Chaz, I'm Chaz, I'm Chaz, I'm Chaz. This is my brother, my brother, and me. Get your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm Jordan Morris. The federal government has millions of dollars in programs and opportunities that you need to seize today. You're a taxpayer, right? Well, then you've got it coming. Thanks to Uncle Sam, you can learn to get grants for education. Learn to ride a llama. Print money the old-fashioned way. Force your dog to stop being so rambunctious. Make a souffle that sets and stays set. Mount the heads of your enemies on spikes. Grind your own corrective lenses using just rock salt and diamonds. For all of this and more, drop us a line. Don't wait. Right now. Jordan, Jesse, go. 123 iTunes Street or wherever you download podcasts.